Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And if you have questions for our retirement planning professionals from Class Financial, love to hear from you right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. We'll get you right on the air with CJ Kloss and Kyle Kite. Again, our number, 321-1310. That's 321-1310. You can learn more about Kloss Financial online. Their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. And their telephone number, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. Don't forget, no charge for that initial get-to-know-you conversation with Kloss Financial. That appointment is complimentary. It's not going to cost you a thing. Their telephone number, 442-5637. CJ, Kyle, how are you guys doing this week? Good morning. Doing great. How have you been, Sean? Doing really well. Great to hear from you, CJ. Kyle, welcome back. How are you doing? Thanks, Sean. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I'm doing well. Great to talk with both of you, and we have an exciting conversation ahead, as we tend to do each and every week. As a matter of fact, let me say this. We do each and every week have a great conversation. This week, we're going to be talking about if you're a business owner, specifically small business owners, and a lot of questions about can I or how do I plan for retirement? Can I retire? Am I just going to do this until that forever till the day comes we'll find out from uh, cj and kyle some of the details as the program continues here on 1310 wiba one of the really cool things we do here on the show as well is the Kloss quiz question of the week this week no exception we'll be doing one a little bit later on in the program folks from Kloss have offered up a 25 dollars gift card to dick's sporting goods for the winner we'll tell you how you can do that a little bit later on in the program just a little tip listen closely typically both the question and answer to the Kloss quiz question of the week come up during the program before we get rolling on this week topic let's take a look back at last week's Kloss quiz question of the week and not only get the question but get that answer as well yes and thanks again everybody for listening and congrats to our winner last week so our question last week was what is the average price for a new light vehicle in the u.s in 2020 is it 15,000 or more than 35,000 and the answer is if anybody's been looking at new cars shouldn't be shocking is more than 35,000 Wow, and I saw the uh, the new Hummer EV uh, released, and they're saying hundred almost hundred thousand dollars starting. That's the base on that, on that truck. Yes, so it's it can, a lot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can get very very pricely very very quick. Don't forget as well as we're talking about last week's show, you can always check out the previous show's podcasts online. Klossfinancial.com. That's K L A A S Financial.com. And of course, on the program, we regularly talk about income sources you'll likely have when you get into retirement. But today, we're going to be focusing in on if you're a person that owns a small business and what that can mean to your future retirement income flow. What do we need to know there? Well, what we need to know is that Sean was the first one on the Hummer EV reservation list. I was, I was. His, his name was put in on that. Yeah. <laughs> took out a mortgage uh, on the no. home and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're going to live in the car. Yes. Malia called uh, me yelling, you know. <laughs> anyway. That happens. Yes. Uh, no, so Today's show is pretty unique, actually. We we 
talk around topics that apply to the vast majority of Americans around Social Security and Medicare and IRAs, 401ks. But today we're taking a little bit of a jaunt from that and we're going to focus in on small business owners. Now, um, some of you might say, well, I'm not a small business owner, so this doesn't apply to me. But you, you could be at some point. If you're not now, you could become a consultant post your primary job. Or who knows, you may get laid off and decide to open up your own business. So I would pay attention, uh, everybody. But for those who are small business owners, which I am one of them, as a matter of fact, Kyle is one of them in that we both own uh, membership units in our LLC, Klaus Financial here. But it, it's a little bit different because typically for somebody who's a small business owner, not only are they thinking about how do I keep and retain talent and grow the business. So there's other elements that they have to think about that maybe the average W-2 employee does not. But also for a lot of small businesses, they don't have a really big enterprise to them. So this could be the, uh, again, consultant, business coach, let's call it. Uh, before retirement, you generate 1099 income and you've got to pay what's called both sides of FICA. So your Social Security and Medicare and the employer's Social Security and Medicare. Um, this could be the insurance agent who sells insurance but does it for him or herself and generates, again, 1099 income, has to open up their own LLC, yada, yada. What these people have to think about is not only how are they going to generate income and grow a business, but also how are they going to pay the taxes? There's more tax for the self-employed. Um, and finally, how are they going to save for the future? And under many circumstances, by the way, my father being one of these, that ultimately, because so much gets reinvested back into the business, I mean, the business becomes your child for people who, you know, start and operate these businesses. It's, it's something you have to care about and love and invest in. And when that happens, often it means you're not actually diversifying enough on your own and building your own wealth outside of the business. So as Kyle and I can attest, we commonly will sit with small business owners who have built from the outside looking in wonderfully successful businesses and may even live a nice, nice lifestyle, but they're missing some of the bigger core elements. They might be missing the larger social security benefit. They might be missing the larger 401k plan, if a 401k plan at all. And so it puts them in a unique position. So many retiring business owners will decide to sell their business. And then of course, the proceeds from can help to fund retirement. Um, and that could be the situation where you generate monthly income in retirement off of the sale proceeds. But it's interesting, CNBC and the Financial Planning Association took a look at this and 78% of small business owners plan to sell their business to fund the majority of their retirement. Let me repeat that. 78% uh, of small business owners plan to sell their business to fund the majority of their retirement. Well, here's what, what Kyle and I would say. Yikes. And the reason I say yikes is because most of those small business owners don't know what their businesses are actually worth or how they're going to sell them or who is going to buy or what happens to the business in the event of their death. So Kyle and I can kind of raise our hands and goes, and we can say there's a discrepancy here. The discrepancy is 78% of the small business owners say they're going to sell to fund their retirement. In my experience, less than 20% of them actually do. Really? Um, because again, 
part, partly because it's their baby, mm-hmm. right? How do, how do you sell your baby? Yeah. Um, uh, but partly just because they also don't know what it's worth. And when they actually go to sell it, they find out it's not worth what they thought. Really interesting stuff. As always, talking this morning with our retirement planning professionals, CJ Kloss and Kyle Kite. They come to us from Kloss Financial. The website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. And their telephone number, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. Don't forget, no charge for the initial get-to-know-you appointment and conversation at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary. Again, their number, 442 or if you have questions for our retirement planning professionals, CJ and Kyle, we'd love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. Maybe you are a small business owner. You've got some questions. Social Security is always a very popular conversation as well. We'd love to hear from you this morning at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. So let's talk about some of the tips we can give folks on how to get ready to sell your business before you retire. Yes, the key word here is taking the steps to sell before. So planning is crucial to make this work out. Um, And it's not even just if you're getting ready to sell. Anytime, like CJ said, a lot of small business owners' personal net worth is tied up in their business. So, you know, if you were to get hit by the proverbial truck or anything like that, we want to know what your family is going to get. So it's not a bad idea to get regular valuations, you know, at least every couple of years as things are growing and things like that. Um, but when you're getting ready to sell your business for you retire, some steps to, to talk about is abs- absolutely the appropriate valuation, like we said. So that's the first step. Determine what it's worth. Um, this can take a lot of time and research. And you'll want to really start by just looking at, you know, your balance sheet, see what your assets and liabilities are, and then look at your profits and things like that. But you should also, you know, check out similar businesses in your niche to see what they might be selling for. So this can be helpful to consult with an experienced professional as well. So every industry is different. Um, our financial planning business is, uses different metrics than maybe a manufacturing shop or a consulting firm or anything like that. So this is completely, you know, industry specific. And sometimes you're not planning to sell your business, but a potential buyer comes along with an offer that you can't refuse. Um, or you're not ready to sell because business owners are usually never ready to sell, just mm-hmm. like CJ said. Some of them you know, like to keep working all the way up until they can anymore for some reason. But it's still a good idea to double check um, that anytime you have an offer that it lines up with the valuation of this company that you built. Because again, it is your baby. So obviously you, you may think it's worth one thing, but as we all know, something's only worth what somebody's going to give you. So and when it gets very personal like this, it can, it can be a discrepancy for sure. And it's not every day somebody knocks on the door with that offer you can't refuse. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. So, so let's talk about the succession, succession plan and how important that is. Yeah, absolutely. So this goes back to, you know, we, we you want to have a succession plan because, you know, we just never know when our day is going to come. Like I said, you get hit by the proverbial bus, anything like that. So you don't want to leave your business suddenly, especially as the goal is to keep it going for your employees and customers. Um, as you guys know, if you're a business owner, you have a lot of people that depend on you, both your employees, if you employ a number of employees, um, and then your customers too, if you can leave them in the lurch if something happens. So Take time to work with your buyer on a plan of succession. Um, Introduce the buyer if you know who you're going to sell it to before you're ready to sell. Um, Take time to introduce them to your employees, your processes and customers and show the buyer what it takes to keep your business running smoothly. Even if you have a, you know, maybe it's a competitor or someone that's in your same industry that has their own processes, it's still good for them to see how you do things and how you built your business because that's probably what your employees and customers are used to. Really good stuff. Talking this morning with Kyle Kite and CJ Kloss, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. If you've got a question, love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. As we're heading in towards the holiday season, I know a lot of us like to watch, uh, is it, 
with the Rudolph, with uh, with the uh, elf that wants to become a dentist. Sometimes uh, the plans you have for the kiddos, for the little ones, uh, as they become older, they may have plans of their own. And of course, finding out from the kids if they want to take over or adults, if they want to be involved or take over the business, that's an important question to be asking as well. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. It's a great point. So many of these small businesses tend to be run by families and things like that. But um, And even if the kids have worked in the business for years while they're going through school and things like that, maybe when they get out of school, that's not their their desire to run the business. So you need to talk with the kids now and find out what they're looking for. Um, don't just assume that they want to take it over. Maybe you have aspirations of running a multi-generational business, but your children have other plans. So if the kids have no interest in taking over, it's better to know that sooner rather than later and then plan to sell the business to either a new owner um, rather than trying to force a poor fit if the kids aren't happy and don't want to be there. And then obviously, if you do go down this route, you want to work with a business contracts attorney to set up how you want the sale to occur with either a lump sum, right? Are you just going to cash out one day or a down payment followed by um, uh, payments over years in equal installments? So kind of like a pension, you know, you can get bought out over 10, 20 years, whatever the case may be, you would work with a buyer for that. Um, then obviously, Anytime you build a business from the ground up, there's going to be some tax implications. So we want to know what those are when it comes to sell the business. And tax implications can play into how you structure the deal and buyout and things like that as well. And then obviously work with your advisor um, to see what this retirement cash flow will look like and when it's when the business is sold. And then obviously you'll want to look at your other sources of income for Social Security, if your spouse has worked in their income, and then any investments you've built up outside of the business as well. Really good recommendations there. Talking this morning with CJ Kloss and Kyle Kite, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. If you have a question for Kyle or CJ, I'd love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. Don't forget, you can learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. You can learn more about them on their website. You can also sign up for the weekly Market Pulse newsletter right online, klossfinancial.com. And their telephone number, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary. Again, their telephone number, 442-5637. Talked about some of the options, whether it's uh, getting a buyer from outside, maybe a family member. What about an employee maybe interested in taking that business over? We'll get the details from our friends from Kloss next as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. You're listening to Money in Motion with Sean Preble and Kloss Financial. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Talking with our retirement planning professionals, CJ Kloss and Kyle Kite. They come to us from Kloss Financial, their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. Their telephone number, 442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. Again, that number, 442-5637. Talking this this morning with CJ and Kyle about uh, small business owners and planning for retirement. What happens with that business? What kind of uh, what kind of planning goes into that? And we were talking about some of the option transfers is, is for whether somebody comes to you and says, hey, I want to buy your business or maybe a family member, uh, one of the kiddos that's been working in the business may want to be involved. If those aren't options, what about it having an employee take ownership of that business? What are some of the ins and outs there? Yeah, it's a good question, Sean. So as I begin to talk about this, I do want to be cautious because I know for some small business owners out there, they go, hey, I know you said 78% of us plan to sell, but 
you may not be one of those. So it is actually totally fine for some small sole proprietorships or one or two person LLCs, S corporations to not sell uh, the organization and just to quote unquote, work it into the ground. Uh, meaning like you work it until you can no longer work it for health reasons. So there are certain businesses where that's actually a smarter financial move, believe it or not, because there's a fair number of really small businesses, think less than five employees, that there's really not quote unquote equity there or business value there. It really, the business value is the salesperson. So very commonly, a lot of these small businesses will be driven by one or two very talented salespeople in sales roles. Not always, by the way, but I'm just throwing this out there. And therefore, sometimes, you know, people like us put this undue pressure on, oh, you got to sell, you got to find a buyer, you got to know what the future is. And sometimes the future is just, oh, there really is no equity here. There really is no business beyond you and maybe a couple of employees. And so just work it as long as you can and, and then build your financial plan accordingly. I guess what we want small businesses to hear before I talk about you know, selling to employees. Mm -hmm. What we want you small businesses to hear is that your planning situation is unique and you need to think about what will transpire. Listen, we know some small businesses that are worth tens of millions of dollars, but there is no clear succession plan or even governance documents that says what happens when, when the owner dies. Ooh. That's scary, right? Because that not only impacts you and your life and your spouse's life if you die, but we're also talking about all the lives of the employees who, you know, of course, if the owner dies, uh, things really, uh, in the absence of a plan, things really get, uh, get messy. So really slow down small business owners and consider thinking about how am I going to build a secure retirement that will not just be dependent upon Social Security. Okay, moving along. So, uh, yes, if you were to sell to employees, because often that is one of the best solutions. Some small business owners don't have time to be thinking about who are my competitors, who am I going to sell to? And so often you can find a couple of key employees who are well-trained, who've been with you for a long time, and to start um, mentoring them. Matter of fact, I read a great book that was talking all about how great leaders are constantly looking for their replacement. Let me repeat that. Great leaders are constantly looking for their replacement. And great leaders also are not um, threatened by smarter people than them. Matter of fact, they look for smarter people than them. So that's one thing. If you have a leader that you're following, you might want to ask yourself, are they looking for a replacement? And are they hiring people that are smarter than them or just people that are constantly serving them? Because great leaders are always trying to build up others. And then think about the base of your customers. Uh, you may want to talk to your customers, see who it is that they view as your competitors, because uh, finding a good buyer to continue running your business, uh, can, it can be often found through talking to the base of your customers. And then be ready for the emotional work and the years of emotional work. And what I mean by this is, again, if it's your baby, and I speak passionately about this because this was my father's situation, uh, he built it from the ground up, from nothing to something. And, and moving away from that, both from the customers that he served directly, that was very difficult, and also just from the tangibility and the feeling of value that came out of being a business owner and this baby that he had grown up, was extremely difficult. And I will warn you, don't try to do this in the 11th hour. 
Kyle and I often find small business owners who come and they say, hey, I heard you on the radio or somebody referred me to you and I want to sell, you know, in six months. Mm. And Kyle and I go, goo, oh man, you know, you, you didn't build a business in six months. It's going to be hard to sell a business in six months. So really start doing the emotional groundwork now for saying, uh, who is going to buy my business, whether it be third party, internal buyer, family member, who's going to buy it. And then let me start mentoring them. Let me start talking to them about that, bringing them into the fold of the profit and loss statement, the balance sheet, starting to manage other employees. This really, if we could build it in utopia, which nothing is built in utopia, but if you could, it would be about a 10 year intentional transition. That is how long it takes to successfully transition a small business that has many customers and many employees. Now, most of you are rolling your eyes because you're not going to be able to do that. And that's fine. But just understand that the more time you can build this out, the more successful it will be. It's interesting, too, uh, when you mentioned kind of the emotional process that that uh, folks go through. And, and one of the things in, in talking with you guys over the years that's come up is even just just for folks, you know, building these nest eggs for retirement, not even re- related to to the business. You spend all this time building this this nest egg and the emotional change that mentality that needs to change for uh, adding then withdrawing and people not always understand that that's when you start talking about a business that you've built and you've been working so hard all of these years to build up suddenly saying I'm going to I'm going to start taking from that and leaving that uh, that yeah that's got to be very very emotional that is well and and you're right Sean in that the business because often again these small business owners have been reinvesting so much money into the business that the vast majority of their wealth is inside of the business or maybe a home because generally there's some decent income for some of these small business owners. So they paid off a home, but there may not be as much in a 401k as you would expect. And certainly there's often never a pension, or I should say rarely a pension, um, unless the spouse, the other spouse had it. But when you think about that, therefore the business really represents the 401k, doesn't it? It's like, oh, I've been saving into my quote unquote 401k. And that that saving into the 401k was reinvesting into the business. And 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 again, only small business owners can really appreciate what I'm saying, because everything you do to the, the next hire of the next employee, there's a 401k contribution, right? The purchase of another competitor, there's a 401k contribution. Uh, the purchase of equipment and infrastructure, there's a 401k contribution. The question is, is it worth it? I mean, last time Kyle and I set up a 401k plan, most people who were contributing to it asked us what's going to be the growth rate on this and how will I actually sell this and get income in the future, right? Mm -hmm. Small business owners don't often ask that question. They just say, got to invest, got to invest, got to save, got to save, got to save. But they never ask the question, how will this convert into anything in the future? Really fascinating. So that... That's what we're trying to get uh, uh, small business owners' minds around. Really enlightening, really interesting conversation this morning, as always. We'll continue our conversation with CJ and Kyle. We will go to the Money in Motion listener question corner. We'll also do our Claus Quiz question of the week. We'll do all of that in 60 seconds right here, 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Klaus Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Let's talk about the website and all the great information at ClausFinancial.com. Another great opportunity online is to submit a question to be answered right here on the program with the Money in Motion listener question corner. And this morning, Kelly writes in, she says, someone at work told me that if I retire at 55, I can take money out of my retirement accounts without any penalties and taxes. Is that true? 
Great question, Kelly. And the answer is part of it can be true. So there is an IRS law uh, rule that says in the year that you turn 55, if you leave or separate from service from the company you're working for, um, you can actually pull money out of your 401k without penalty. Um, this only applies to funds withdrawn from a 401k or a 403b. So yeah, you can take money out from the 401k without the early withdrawal penalty, which is typically 10%, um, but you still have to pay taxes on it. So there's no getting away from income taxes on 401ks really. So anytime you've saved money pre-tax and do a traditional 401k, when you go to pull money out, whether that's at 55, whether that's at you know 60 or 70 and a half or 72, whatever the case may be, you still got to pay the income tax on, on those, those uh, contributions. Really good stuff. And of course, you can submit a question as well to be answered right here on the show. Just head on over to ClausFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S Financial.com. Telephone number at Kloss Financial, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. Don't forget, no charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary. Time now for the Kloss Quiz Question Week. It works like this. In just a moment, I'll ask you the Kloss Quiz Question Week. You will then have 30 minutes from the end of today's program to call the Kloss Financial office right here in Madison at 608 442 if you are the first caller with the correct answer, you'll win this week's fantastic prize, which is a $25 gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. This week's Claus Quiz Question Week is this. What percentage of small business owners intend on selling their businesses to create future retirement income? Is it 25% or almost 80%? Telephone number 442-5637. First call with the correct answer. We'll win that $25 gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. Don't forget as well, that is Kloss Financial's office right here in Madison. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary. Again, their telephone number 442-5637 and online, klossfinancial.com. CJ, Kyle, you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. You too. Take care, guys. Full scope with Dr. Nicole comes your way next right here. 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Kloss Financial Asset Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The content of this show is for informational purposes only and should not be considered individual investment advice. Kloss Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Any opinion offered during the course of this show is the opinion of that particular investment advisor representative and not necessarily the opinion of Kloss Financial. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.